peace to you in Jesus' name. We celebrate in the strength of our God. The most impressive power is the strength of Almighty God. His strength is so great that it can be seen in the humility of Jesus' life. The strength of God can be seen in us as we walk in his humble way. God showed infinite strength in forgiving us. We show his strength whenever we use the great gift of forgiveness or express undeserved compassion and grace. God's strength is living among us, and so we worship. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding, and God is praised forever. Great are the works of the Lord, studied by those who delight in them, full of splendor and majesty, is his work and his righteousness that endures forever. He has caused his wondrous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He provides food for those who fear him. He remembers his covenant promise. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. And glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. That was Psalm 111. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Heavenly Father, forgive us and bring your strength and song to heal and renew us. Lord Jesus, you have called us to heal relationships with your forgiveness. Forgive us and strengthen us so that we may embody your grace, forgiveness. Well, God hears our confession in his mercy and grace as a servant of Christ and by his authority. I forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. For peace in our midst and around the world, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy upon us. For peace in our hearts and among our brothers and sisters in the faith, let us pray to the Lord. Christ, have mercy upon us. For peace proclaimed in God's holy house, let us pray to the Lord. 
Lord, have mercy. O God, who watches and knows all things, grant to us a holy humility and godly desire, that we may set our minds on the things that are good and right, and by your merciful guiding and strength seek them. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We turn to God's sacred word as we seek his strength among us. From the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, beginning at verse 1. Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Continue to remember those in prison as if you were together with them in prison, and those who are mistreated as if you yourselves were suffering. Marriage should be honored by all, and the marriage bed kept pure. For God will judge the adulterer and all the sexually immoral. Keep your lives free from the love of money, and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortal man do to me? Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace, not by eating ceremonial foods, which is of no benefit to those who do so. We have an altar from which those who minister at the tabernacle have no right to eat. The high priest carries the blood of animals into the most holy place as a sin offering but the bodies are burned outside the camp. And so Jesus also suffered outside the city gate to make the people holy through his own blood. Let us then go to him outside the camp, bearing the disgrace he bore. For here we do not have an enduring city, but we are looking for the city that is to come. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices God is pleased. Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority, because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this 
so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that would be of no benefit to you. This is the word of the Lord, and thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel is according to St. Luke, the 14th chapter, beginning at verse 1. Glory to you, O Lord. One Sabbath evening, when Jesus went to eat in the house of a prominent Pharisee, he was being carefully watched. There in front of him was a man suffering from swelling in his body. And Jesus asked the Pharisees and experts in the law, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they remained silent. So taking hold of the man, he healed him and sent him on his way. Then he asked them, If one of you has a child or an ox that falls into a well on the Sabbath day, will you not immediately pull it out? And they had nothing to say. When Jesus noticed how the guests picked the places of honor at the table, he told them this parable. When someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not take the place of honor, for a person more distinguished than you may have been invited. If so, the host who invited both of you will come and say to you, um, give this person your seat. Then, humiliated, you'll have to take the least important place. But when you are invited, take the lowest place so that when your host come, he will say to you, friend, move up to a better place. Then you'll be honored in the presence of all the other guests. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. And then Jesus said to his host, when you give a luncheon or dinner, Do not invite your friends, your brothers or sisters, your relatives, or your rich neighbors. If you do, they may invite you back, and so you'll be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus 
noticed everything. It was probably one of the reasons why he himself was so fascinating to be around. Uh, Jesus was invited to a dinner party, and as all the guests arrived, Jesus only had to watch them and see them take a seat at the table, and he could understand so much about what each one of them was like. Jesus could see the emotions, the thoughts, the feelings that formed their choices. Each of us wonders about things, you know, like, well, where do we belong in a group of people? Are we accepted and, and admired? Maybe we worry about uh, whether the other people like us at all. And Jesus watched people. He watched people who were proud, and he watched people who were humble. And Jesus definitely sees that pride has its dangers. It can tumble and fall. But to Jesus, humility is a more grounded and genuine and ultimately more rewarding place to be. Jesus could see the godly strength in humility. He thinks of humility as a wise virtue. The wise man who is humble in soul, he's got a better view of the world. He's got a bigger picture to work with. His eyes are wider, not focused on himself. Well, Jesus himself was being carefully watched. This dinner party was really kind of all about him. And people must have been curious. What does Jesus see that we cannot see? Well, Jesus is looking at all these different impressive people that have come to this party. Lawyers, scholars, holy men. And they're each wearing their outfits, the clothes that they've chosen to impress each other. And surely Jesus stands out among them all. He surely was the most simply dressed. But I imagine there was only one other man in the room at the time who was dressed as simply as Jesus. This man was ill. He was sick. He had some kind of thing that just left him with no energy and he just didn't feel like trying to impress anybody. But Jesus could see more. More than just how this man was dressed or how he was feeling in his body. Jesus could see into his spirit. And perhaps their eyes met. And Jesus, filled with compassion, wants to fulfill the promise of Psalm 18. God, you save the humble, but bring low those whose eyes are proud. 
Well, Jesus had put this promise into his own words and made it much more personal. One time he said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. In his own quiet way, Jesus was saying that he has the strength to put the whole world at rest. So, now the guests who had arrived at this dinner party, wanting to impress each other, would truly see something impressive. Jesus heals the man. In every miracle that Jesus does, every miracle of healing, Jesus shows he is not confined by what we might call the laws and rules of nature or the laws or rules of man. Every day, you and I must wait for the world to tell us how things work. But Jesus, the Son of the living God, he tells the world how it will work. Jesus is one with the Father, the one who appeared to the poor man Job when he was being counseled by his proud friends. And God defied them and he asked them, Where were you when I laid the earth's foundations? Where are you when I give the morning sun its orders or when I fix the stars in the sky at night? Do you know the laws of heaven, he asks them? When the proud guests at this dinner party saw Jesus heal this man, well, they had nothing to say to that. They would not tell him that he had to obey the rules and laws of their religious way and not do this on the Sabbath day of rest. But did they understand? Jesus was telling them, he was showing them that God's strength is greater than any law or rule of man or nature. Jesus was telling them that God's way is grounded in humility. God's way is grounded in what is practical, genuine, and real. Yes, Jesus understands how things really work. He says, if one of you has a son or an ox that falls into a deep well on the Sabbath day, will you not, of course, immediately pull him out? In the mind of Jesus, compassion is the priority above any other thing every single day. Jesus, the Son of God, had come from heaven to earth so that each of us can see one extremely vital thing. God is on our side with all of his strength.
Now, I, I think it would be easy to think otherwise, don't, don't you? That same impulse that makes us wonder if we fit into a group of people, that question that comes to mind when we say, do these people like me? That impulse that makes us try to impress other people, well, we can easily apply this to the divine and holy God above us. Does God like me? What does God think of me? What answer do you come up with? Here is Jesus, and he notices everything. Well, indeed, our God who looks down from heaven, he sees everything, and no one of us stands before God perfect, that's for sure. Our faults are obvious to him, even if we cannot see them or admit them ourselves. And what will God do with us? when he sees our brokenness and our flaws. The people of God long ago had wondered, what was God doing when the Egyptian army came and conquered them, taking them away to slavery? They kept calling to God, even when they did not know what he thought. God was on their side the whole time, in all of his strength. God sent terrible plagues and punishment to the Egyptians until finally they let the people of Israel go free to return to their homeland. It created a fearful and humble respect of God's strength for them to see what God could do to the Egyptians? So, all along the way, wherever the people of God were, on their 40-year journey across the desert, camping out, they would set out and build a large tent every evening. They would call it the tabernacle. Under this great tent of the tabernacle, God would meet with them. God was on their side in all his strength. His almighty strength and persistence would see them all the way home. But this, this was just the beginning of God's intention to show his strength on our behalf. Jesus was going to show a kind of strength that seems to surpass every attempt to describe it. Well, the, the writer of the book of Hebrews gives it a try, and he talks about the blood sacrifices that were made in that big tabernacle tent in the desert. And his first readers of the book of Hebrews, they would all know about this, the great and sacred, mysterious moment when the high priest would bring the blood of a sacrificed animal into the holiest place in the tabernacle tent. But the writer of Hebrews, he directs our eye away from that moment of elegant ritual. 
He wants us to walk out with him to the dump heap behind the camp where they would throw the bodies of the animals who had been killed for the blood sacrifice. Here the writer of Hebrews says, much to our surprise, here is where the Son of God will show his almighty strength. Outside the beautiful city of Jerusalem, there is a place, it's a kind of dump heap, it's called Golgotha. And here there is nothing to distract us from this most amazing marvel. Jesus, the Son of God, is sacrificing himself on the cross for us and for all the world. Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. The greatest show of strength the world has ever seen came in this most humble place, in this most humble way that we could ever imagine. So, well, it might come as no surprise then that if you invite Jesus to your dinner party, he would start talking about the power and the strength of humility. Humility, he says, is the way to receive honor and affirmation that you'd love to have. Humility, Jesus says, is the way to see new opportunities given to you each day for you to show strength, for you to show new ways in which God's strength can shine. Jesus says, when you give a banquet, invite the poor, invite the cripple, invite the lame, invite the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you'll be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous, he says. So indeed, at this dinner party and forevermore, the most simply dressed man in the room deserves all honor and praise and worship. In the humblest of ways, Jesus shows what is holy and pure. He shows us what is truly good and righteous. He shows us what real strength truly looks like. And Jesus, by his grace, has given us the very strength of our soul and spirit. And then, well, what strength that we could never even imagine. Jesus, when he leaves his grave alive, triumphant over death, proclaims, yes, indeed, God is on our side in all his strength now and forever. He promises, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Indeed, we celebrate Jesus is our strength 
now and forever, let me pray for you that you would be so blessed. Good Father, we thank you, we praise you, we worship you for showing us your infinite and eternal strength. In Jesus' humble way of triumph and victory, bless us with a faithful confidence in your amazing and wonderful strength. May we be so blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And we worship God with our offering. I invite you to send your offering to our church by mail, or you could make a donation through our website. Thank you. Bless you. pray. Gracious God, we give you glory and thanksgiving for all your gifts, especially for your gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. Give to us the fullness and meaning of life that can only come from your strength, love, and care of us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray especially for the life we live together in our families, with our friends and fellow man. Help us to create a nurturing environment so that we may all grow and thrive. Teach us to learn the joyful hymn of all creation that you create through your consistent love. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Among all people and nations, O oh God, inspire the ways of justice, righteousness, and integrity. Bless us in the way of peace. May those who lead us have your wisdom and strength. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And merciful God, hear our prayers for all who are most in need, those who are lonely or afraid those whose faith is weak, those who need your compassion. 
Speak your word of patience and healing, that all may receive your help and strength. We give you all honor, glory, and might for your mercy and grace. Good Father, we ask your blessing for those we name before you in our hearts. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy, O Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Father, we thank you that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. For the life-giving presence of Jesus our Lord, we give you thanks and praise. For the glorious hope of the resurrection, we give you thanks and praise. For the opportunity to bless one another with joy and peace, we give you thanks and praise. Amen. And glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. And the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. listening to this audio service of Bethlehem Lutheran Church, Glen Lake, Minnesota. This podcast features Reverend James Disney with music by Sue Bloom, produced and edited by Amy Munson. If you enjoy listening, we encourage you to visit our website at www.blcmtka.org to learn more about our church and to support this podcast. Blessings upon your week.